Take two and action. Did you like that? Yeah, I did. No, I'm not going to make fun of how Dolan lost this episode. I didn't lose it. Mm. He, I, I saw him. He didn't lose it. That's I was true. recording the whole okay. time, yeah. and then I stopped recording, and it gave me an error message. Error. Error. Sounds like user error, but I don't, mm. know. I don't know. Okay, but it's not. We're here. We're redoing it. All right. So here we go. Take two. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. <laughs> Some weird hesitations. I was, you know, combing through the memory box to mm. see uh, if I could think of anything great, and I couldn't, so here we are. You guys should be thanking me. We get to drink this beer twice. Hey, you, you know? <laughs> Here's the thing. I already drank it like four times. <laughs> so, uh, After you found it, I found it too. I bought a six-pack. Oh, of there you go. Uh, the beer in question is called Farmageddon Spiced Pumpkin Ale from Thunderhead Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Native to Nebraska. That's right. Uh, five locations. Kearney, Axtell, West Omaha, downtown Omaha, and then the original location, which is now called Pizza and Beer Carryout in Kearney. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. what? Still full, guys. Yeah, it all over still the table. Full. Still, there's still the remnants mm. from last time. Yeah, the there. can is filled all the way up. Thanks, Thunderhead, for mm-hmm. that extra. Hey, what? Half a sip. I like it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. more for your money. Here's what it, I, I, I've never been to the Thunderhead location here in in Omaha, the West Omaha location. Yeah. But Dolan has. No, I've, I've been to the downtown one. Oh, the downtown I've one. I've been to the West one. Oh, okay. Oh. And the downtown. And both. And both. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Boom. See, that's but that's why me. you're you're my beer Yoda, though. I mean, that's... Yeah, I try. Yeah. I just think about all the damage I could do if I didn't have two kids. I mean... Absolutely. This would be insane. We'd be on, like, episode 1,000. <laughs> We'd be doing it every day. <laughs> I'd be forcing you. <laughs> It'd be sweet. Be coming in at 9.30 in the morning. I got more beers. Let's record. Yep. Yep. So before I knew what Thunderhead... Where Thunderhead came from and, and everything else, uh, I, I like to go to this uh, Red Robin out by my house. Okay. I don't know why. It just there's a there's a uh, the server there. The guy that works the bar. His name is Chubbs. Mm. Chubbs is uh, is he skinny? No, oh, no, 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 no. But what? he's he's a juggalo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like he's a really but he's a nice guy. He's a most good dude. juggalos are. Yeah, most yeah. juggalos are. He's a good dude. I'll uh, tell you why you like Red Robin. Why? Endless fries. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Endless fries. Hurt. Yeah. Mm. Big beers. Uh, the the yeah. royal Red Robin with the egg on top. Oh. That's my favorite. The boozy milkshakes. Oh. Is that there? Yeah. Jenny gets like the spiked lemonades. Oh, yeah. She those likes those. Good. Yeah. Anyway, they have a big, uh, they took a bunch of different tin tackers and they made a, like a map of the United States and they cut out pieces for each state. So whatever brewery, you know, is largest in each state or, or whatever first. Or And I was always kind of mad that Nebraska was Thunderhead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, there's so many other breweries here in Nebraska. What I didn't realize is they were founded in 1999. So they have been around for a very long time. Them and Empyrean pretty much yeah. neck and neck, I think. They earned that spot on that uh, Well, on they that were map. one of the first ones I know about that had more than one location. Yep. It was just 
great to have one, you know? And now it's like, oh, there's, now we're to the part of the beer journey where there's multiple locations and tap rooms and different cities. Mm. And yep. now we're getting saturated. I wouldn't say that. I think, oh, no. I think we're getting uh, properly equipped. Well, I like that too. Some of them have faded off and crashed and burned and... Most of that's probably because the beer wasn't as amazing as it could be. Some of them should have crashed and burned. Somehow they still exist. I don't understand that. I mean, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's how that goes, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Carney was the home of Thunderhead Brewing uh, from, from 1999 until 2008. And they outgrew their space and they moved to Axtell, Nebraska. Where is Axtell? That's got to be South close, of Carney. Right? There yeah. you go. Yeah, I think South it's Carney. in my mind, I've never been there. But in my mind, it's just a big metal Quonset building with a bunch of beer <laughs> stuff in it. I don't know. Maybe sounds it's, fine to me. Maybe it's something something different. But I got a feeling maybe you could see a green elevator. Oh, probably from um, the. You know, I'm just guessing. I'm just spitballing here. Can you I'm see? thinking Thunderhead is like the only thing in Axtell. Probably. It might be. Can yeah. you see the co-op? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, because that's I mean that's where I grew up, right? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in small town Nebraska yeah. or small town Kansas, and you know that. You could always see the co-op. Maybe you can see the bank. Probably. Mm. Probably. There's the bank. And if you can't, just walk to the end of the street and then look down. Does the bank on the... Is it on the corner? And does it have the sign with, like, the clock on it? Yeah. And the (laughs) clock and temperature, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that was... Well, how else do you know what time it is? Yeah. Yeah. Or the temperature. Small town. Yeah. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those days, like, you'll never get that time back. It's... The small town that I grew up closest to from the farm was um, just down the road. It was called Pickerel, Pickerel, Nebraska. Pickerel. And when you roll into town, you're kind of going west. And the first thing you can see is the co-op and the you know the green mm-hmm. elevator right by the train tracks. And then the building right next to that is the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was on the bottom of the hill, right? Yep. And then a little bit up the hill on the other side was the meat locker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you need some dried beef. You need your oh. whatever done. <laughs> well, when you go hunting, you got to have it processed. Gotta do that. I am in drinking mode. I thought you said the mead locker. Oh. The mead locker. That too. Oh, yeah. Maybe right. they Here might have had some. I don't know. I just remember when I was a kid and I walk in there and smell like blood. Yeah. Like, oh, that's mm-hmm. the meat locker. But then maybe it was like the fancier overall types. They were at the bar at the top of the hill. So there was two bars. Two bars. And mm-hmm. in the middle was the bank. Yeah. 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 So it was like in a post office. Yeah. And that was the town, That's pretty town. much. Yeah. But we always, my grandpa went to the, the bottom of the hill bar. Okay. You know, and that's, that was where he was at. I never went to the top of the hill bar with him. Hmm. And I don't know why, but that's just that's just how I picture it. Loyalty. Axe tells the yeah. same thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. It's like, that's the bar. You know the guy that's been there. Mm-hmm. When I went, I went in there once, maybe like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. And it was one of those places, I think maybe it was on this one. I don't remember. Somewhere I read recently, they're like, if you see us in the building, we'll serve you a beer. Oh. That was like their hours. And that's what the hours with this place were like. <laughs> like if the door was propped open, you could walk in you and the, in. he might be working or whatever, stocking stuff. He's like, hey, do you, you need some? So we went in there and we had a Budweiser. That's yeah. what my grandpa would drink there, Budweiser yeah. beer. Yeah. And he was like, I remember your grandpa. So I could talk to him about my grandpa, a version of him I'd never known or seen because I was a kid, yeah. you know, eating M&Ms at the bar and he was playing pitch and... Yeah. Drinking beers with his buddies. Man. But he remembered him and all that stuff, and it had been like 30 years since he'd been in there. And Jeez. Small town stuff. Probably right. the same feel. My grandpa used to do that with me all the time. We'd go to the bars. There was two bars, actually, in Columbus, where I grew up. 
and there was one down the street walking distance from the house i mean we never walked but no. no no but uh and then there was one downtown and either one i'd go into grandpa would play cards buy yeah. me a buy me a egg cheeseburger it was always egg cheeseburger egg cheeseburger egg cheeseburger yeah cheeseburger with an egg on it yeah. wow that's fancy yeah. like the royal red robin <laughs> yeah both bars served it they were both amazing and then he would buy me a soda and then i would play arcade games yeah, yeah. while he played cards or Donkey i'd Kong. sit there and do nothing and eat peanuts maybe and did you have to go with him uh i didn't have to but was it like a he's babysitting you today sort of situation? Mm, yeah. I think or he so. wanted to take you. I mean, I could have just stayed at my my grandma's house, like you know, yeah. I, I could have been home alone as yeah. a kindergartner, like. Mm. But mm, was, you know, you were cresting the hill of when that was not acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Rich and I were like, yeah, we'll take care of you know four year olds as a kindergartner. We yeah. don't care, whatever. <laughs> I mean, t- long as the TV turned on, Latch, right? Latch key. Yeah, yeah. Was the thing. We took care of ourselves. We were fine. You know what else is fine? Mm. This beer. This beer. I is... love it. Okay, so we've had some pumpkin beers before. Mm-hmm. Our share. Pumpkin beers get maligned a little bit. Uh, yeah. Or whatever. This thing is this this is right there on that okay just enough pumpkin mm-hmm. but then nice beer flavor afterwards yep. right it, yeah. it just it hits you with the pumpkin first and then it oh kind of goes away yeah it and it's just nice I think what I like about it is it's not like a artificial pumpkin flavor mm-hmm. and it doesn't it's not like a pumpkin pie right it's it tastes like when you're carving a pumpkin mm-hmm. like how how it smells when you carve a pumpkin that's yeah. what it tastes like it tastes like beer too it does yeah, yeah. which is nice mm-hmm. it's not like a sweet yep. cider or something weird the spice like that. isn't too strong Mm-mm. just right there at the finish mm. yeah i like the spice too though mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a spice fan you like that in yeah. the yeah so if you know if there's a lot in there i'm okay with that some people that's that's not for them but for me it's i'll, I'll take it i wrote this down this goes back to our small town conversation mm-hmm. that's where the brewery got its name from uh about uh, uh, the thunderstorms that would roll across the plains yeah so the thunderheads would roll in, storms brew, rain pours, same with beer. That's where they got their name from. I mean, that's that's every small town, right? I mean, you look out which way's west, you look out which way's north. Yeah. Okay, here come the thunderheads. Yeah. And you know, and here's a question. Yep. Is there anything better than being on vacation and the mm-hmm. thunderstorm rolls in mm-hmm. and you gotta find a spot to wait it out? And it's probably maybe mm-hmm. a brewery or Oh yeah. Some place like Sorry, that. we got to stay here. We got. I mean, we're gonna have to sit here and watch the rain and drink mm-hmm. these beers. That yeah. sounds perfect. To me. <laughs> uh, we actually got snowed in one time at a brewery in Colorado. Oh, that's cool! Like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, just storm. It just started dumping snow, yeah. and Jenny was like, "Well, we're here for a while." I'm like, "Hell yeah, we are!" You're like, <laughs> "Can you drive us out of here?" Because. Yep. That's how it's going to be. Yep, you're driving. Yeah. Uh, the pizza and beer location, the original location, I wrote this down because I thought this was uh, this was awesome, is open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Yep. Pizza hmm. and beer. Get your lunch, get your dinner. Yep. Yum. And have beers along the way. That works, too. Yep. Uh, beers. Let's talk about some of the beers. Okay. That was my hat. Um, we have Headlight Lager. Mm. Headlight. Single. Single. Just headlight. one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It Is happens. it like head, like the head of a beer and light? Headlight. Or is it like oh. head, 
Like, it's more like the one on a car, but I, I like know. where your head huh. is at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Right. <laughs> um, Shabins Pilsner. We know about this guy's last name, right? It was his last name. Ter- yeah, but it is his last name. He's not dead, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah. he's still cranking out. Yep. Well, he likes the Pilsner, so that was him. Yeah. Um, Prairie Peach Wheat. I think we yeah. don't like that yep. one. And then the Golden Frau. That's one I'm a fan of. Have you ever had the Golden Frau? No. It's like a I pale wheat beer. So it's mm. it's more... Do they can it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, I think I've, I've seen it in cans. It. Yeah. yeah, it's it's almost hoppy-ish. Mm-hmm. It's like I've you ever seen, like a while ago, maybe like eight years ago, there was a hoppy wheat craze a little bit, like yep. a little blurp. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, some people are making these. It was kind of like that style of mm. beer. Okay. Uh, this place, from what I can tell, they're not doing a whole lot of innovative changes on the recipes. Sure. They've had their classics and they sell real well and they can them and that's what they make, right? Yeah. Yeah. They have one. There's an IPA, I think it's called Crop Duster. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-hmm. That one's pretty good. And also, if you're out in that part of the state, that's one thing you see a lot, especially mm-hmm. in the summertime, is those planes flying by. That's crazy what they can do. Oh my gosh, those are How fun low to watch. they go under the yeah. power lines and then, yep, dump that stuff. And you know, it's, it's wild mm-hmm. to see that. Yeah. And then they have the Jalapeno Ale, which I think we've, I don't know, I've had it. I don't know if you guys have had it. But. I actually used that as a chicken marinade one time, and it was awesome. Ooh. Mm. Yep. Yum. And then the corn stalker dark wheat dunkel. Dark. Dark. It's real dark. Now that jalapeno ale, don't they mix it with the peach sometimes? The I mean you oh, sure could. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've had the jalapeno peach or whatever. Hmm. It was it was when Atlas did the uh um the brewery tour downtown during some conference or something. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, a few years ago. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we had a bunch of travel nurses out, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, I think you're not going to miss these on the shelf. The labels on these are awesome. Their can art is fantastic. And and you can see it. It's all through their tap room, too. Like, that's uh, with, this one has a, a pretty spooky-looking uh, scarecrow with a pumpkin and a, and a sickle. Yeah. Sickle? Is this a scythe? yeah sure wheat cutter you're like cutting wheat out in the field isn't that what you do with it it is what you do yeah Yeah. i think now it's just a halloween prop but Mm. back in the day that was your Mm -hmm. farm implement of choice for i think they have a probably like a drag along thing for your tractor that Mm. does it all for you takes care of that for you i think so yeah yeah a thresher or something like that i don't know i don't know what it's called <laughs> We're in here at work drinking beer. We don't know what farm implements are. No, no. We may <laughs> have grown up around it. it but yeah. 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 I never ran one. No. No way. I wouldn't want to do it today. Uh, let's talk about the pizza. We talked just a little bit about it, um, but it's pretty good. It's a pretty popular spot. It's okay. one of those places where there's probably a, a person that goes there like every day. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's like, it's like the local hangout yeah. area. So mm-hmm. um, here's some of the ones I wrote down. We can talk about them. But just the ingredients were cool. So pizza is the Angry Greek, which had sun-dried tomatoes. I'm not a fan, generally. Are you? Mm, not really. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Dolan's got a, like a stare at me. Mm. I'm gonna think he is a fan, though. I'm gonna guess yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, that wasn't a very. I don't convincing. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> he loves them. It's his favorite. I don't know why he's being coy about it, but okay. <laughs> I just they're consistency is weird yeah. i don't i don't know i don't like them on a pizza so i'll be sure. honest i i missed what you're talking about <laughs> sun-dried tomatoes yeah oh oh yeah i love sun-dried tomatoes were you making sure it was recording yeah or? sure okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i thought we were talking about peaches on pizza and i'm like 
I don't know where you guys get that. This is episode one of our recording schedule today. Uh, Just wait. We are in trouble. You know what? Grilled peaches on a pizza probably wouldn't be that bad. That would not be bad. I like pineapple on pizza. I do too. It would be pretty pretty similar to that. Uh, It's got spinach, feta cheese. Oh, yeah. Garlic and mozz. Yep. Fresh with the olives, which I I know you're not a fan of. I'd try. I don't like the olives, but I would try it. I'd pick around the olives. My wife calls them crickets on a pizza, (laughs) and... uh, she, yeah, she hates them. She's right. I'll, I like to eat those olives. She I love olives. Me yeah. too. Even in like like a bean dip with, you know. No. With olives oh, and cheese. No. It and makes everything taste salsa. like olive. And just, yeah, olives don't really have a taste. I don't think. I mean. Yeah, they do, but I don't little. think they're overpowering. Oh, my goodness. It's like a less earthy mushroom. Mm, we, could argue, we could argue about this for <laughs> like hours. Uh, hula hula. It's the pineapple ham pepperoni jalapeno pizza with that mozzarella heaped on top pepperoni so yep. hawaiian so, with pepperoni yes mm. so we're gonna have that that okay. sounds good I, yeah. I still think we should just one of these days just road trip yep and do an, an episode or and we eat the pizza and drink yeah. the beer i think it's yeah. a good idea and review it on spot mm. maybe yeah. yeah i like that and just show up. I mean, Thunderhead's not too far away from no, here. No, not really. We could literally just go down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Uh, and then Thunder Pie. Jalapenos. Yum. Chicken. Yum. Yum. Bacon. Yeah. That's a great combo right That's there. That's a great yeah. combo. And then you had the pepper jack cheese. Ooh. Now, last night I was doing the grocery order for my house. Mm-hmm. And my wife is gone. Currently she's in D.C., so I'm in charge. Uh, until she gets back. Okay. And uh, so I had to do the groceries. I like the caveat there, any. until she yeah. gets back. But, you know, <laughs> yes. They had hatch chili cheese Oh, at Hy-Vee. They yeah. had shredded, and they had sliced for, like, a sandwich. Oh. I was like, add to cart, add to cart. Yep. This is not something I can always have. No. So I no. feel like that on a pizza would be pretty mm. amazing. But pepper jack would be pretty good, too. On a sandwich, though, if you had that slice it with uh-huh. any... Oh that's why goodness. I went both, man. Ooh. Like, I had some ideas. Smart. <laughs> she might not like them, but that's, that's okay. what we're eating. Sorry. That's how it goes. Don't go to D.C. then. Yeah. Whatever. So that's what I got for us on pizza and beer. I did, did you look up the Thunder Punch at all? This was... I thought this was intriguing, that they make their own soda pop. I mean, I, I've heard about it. I've never had it. I've seen it in the cans. I wish it was something like Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that in Grand Island? Was that they created it? Kool-Aid in Grand Island, yeah. I believe Is that's that, right. Was it Grand Island? The birthplace wow. It was either Kool-Aid. Grand Island or Kearney. It was one of those two. But uh, I think it's Grand Island. I'm I mean, pretty think, sure. Yeah, or Hastings? So. No. Well, Who knows? They're all the same. It's one of on the, on I-80 <laughs> really heading are. west. It's one of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. That's our apologies to the actual town. Maybe we can drop it in here with a, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hastings. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Thunder Punch has alcohol in it. It's, it's yep. a pop. Mm-hmm. It's a soda with, with alcohol added. Like an actual carbonated pop. Yes. Soda pop. Yeah. They can it now, but it's so much better at the bar. I, I bought some cans one time for a party bus, and it just wasn't the same. Mm. What's the ABV? I have no like, idea. Can you tell when you're drinking it it's got booze oh, in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, you can oh. taste the booze, especially in the canned ones. The bar, not so much. I mean, you could tell it's alcoholic, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's let's, not overpowering. Let's consult mm-hmm. the Untapped here as, as you continue. And yeah, because I, will, I, uh, I I'll interested. let you know what the. What it just the, seems yeah. weird. The grape one is my favorite. It's super good. I like think that's the original. Passion? One. Yeah, it's like super purple. Oh, uh, purple passion. That was a 
Those are always good nights. I mean, that's 99, right? This is when they started it up. That was in the yeah. heyday of that sort of yep. scenario. Yeah, I mean, I remember my first one at two years old. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. had a couple when I felt like I was two years old. <laughs> oh, 5.6. Oh, that's hardly anything. No. Yeah. That's a just a, that's like a Coors. It's a Coors. It's good, though. On a hot mm-hmm. day. On a hot day. Yeah. What if you could put it in ice cubes in it? Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's really like a soda pop. Yeah, yeah. Do they serve it with ice cubes? I don't know. I think they do. I don't remember. We're going to have to research this. Look, it was my rehearsal dinner, and all my family and friends were there. We got a little crunk. Mm. Oh. Oh, Good work. Yeah. That's good work. You only have that hopefully once in your life, so good job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crunk. Yeah. What did you... Was there... What kind of food did you have? Uh, We we brought in our own food. Um, Nice. Uh, some nope. friends of ours made like a, it's not a lasagna, but it's a lasagna pasta. They call it a loose lasagna or a, well, I'm intrigued. <laughs> what did they yeah. call it? A, uh, uh, deconstructed lasagna. That's uh, what it was. Slopped on there? Yeah. Well, it was basically, um, instead of lasagna noodles, mm-hmm. it was the round, big round ones. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. rotinis, but bigger? Yeah. Uh, they, were, they were like this big oh. and then like maybe that round. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like the big ones. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, they called it a deconstructed lasagna. Huh. So that's what we had. And then we had salad and I don't know. I think there was a pie, but I don't really eat pie. So. Yeah. Thunder Punch was on the docket. Thunder Punch. Yep. And then that lots happens. of beer. How do you deconstruct a lasagna to me is like when you're scooping the lasagna out of the pan and then Uh it slides off and then you just kind of slop it all on your plate. And you spent all the damn time (laughs) prepping it, making it just right. You cut it so perfect. and That's why you got to let it rest. You have to let it rest for a while. It's like a steak, huh? Yeah. Well, no, for like a long time. Like you cook the lasagna. Three days. You let it rest in the fridge for like three Mm. days. Oh my god. That's cold. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Moving on. I'm kidding. But lasagna the next day is actually really good. I agree. Yeah. I do I do like it the next day too. Yep. Moving on. Let's talk about scarecrows, y'all. Let's do it. Because it's on the can, right? It is I mean, on the can. Yeah. yeah. And it's fall-ish festival yeah. time right now. Pretty right? scary looking scarecrow, too. This one's scary. Um, too scary. I'm going to talk about nice, less scary ones. Oh. Uh, did you know that they're also called Hey Man? Hey, hey Man? <laughs> yeah. Nice shot. I, like filter? I can see that. But they are called Hey Men. Hey Men. In some places. Uh, hey which I don't like that. Fairly obvious. Scarecrow is better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm not sure why they're called scarecrows, uh, because... Back in the day, they weren't chasing crows away. It was quail. Quail. That was the first one. Yep. So they Sca- should be scare quail. Scare mm-hmm. quail just doesn't roll off the tongue. Nah. Not really. Scare quails. Scare crow. I mean, I don't know. does, actually. What would be the worst bird name, do you think? Oh, man. <laughs> scare chicken. Scare chicken. <laughs> yeah. Th- that one is real clunky. Yeah. <laughs> and chickens are kind of scary cats anyway. They'll run away anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you don't necessarily mm. need to scare them. Scare sparrow. That's not great mm. either. I guess it depends on the chicken because I've had chickens chase me. I, I think roosters are aggressive. Roosters are yeah. aggressive. They Especially are. when they have those knives tapped to their foot. You ever seen that? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not good. Nope. Scary chicken. <laughs> Looks a lot like this scythe thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back in the day, ancient Egypt, they would they built these wooden frames and they had nets in them and the birds would come to 
eat in the fields and the people would jump out and say, boogie, boogie, boo. And the birds would fly into the nets. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're actually people? Mm-hmm. And they they yeah. were hiding with yeah. these nets? Yep, they were, they, were, they were in there and scared them into the net. Okay. Yes. Oh. And that was what they were doing. And then the Greeks picked it up and they did a thing. They made it. They were the first ones to carve like some scary thing. So they kind of said, you know what? That's cute, Egypt. We're going to raise the stakes on this. Okay. We're going to scare you. And uh, they carved it. I was going to say carved it like out of wood. Like out of wood? Uh, oh. Say a big chunk of cypress tree. Sure. Well, yeah. I'm going with that because that's Greek. It's Greek. There you go. Sure. Or an olive, maybe even olive tree, but uh, I doubt it. Nah, they probably let those go. Maybe it's softwood. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. my. I don't, I'm not up on my woods I'm not a, as no, much as I no, should be. No. That's a different podcast probably. But yep. um, yeah, Priapus. We're going to go with that. The son of Dionysus and Aphrodite. Okay. He was uh, the son of two beautiful gods. And, in, you know, in theory, he should look like Thor coming out. Well, if you, yeah, well, yeah. Hair and gorgeous. Uh, yep. But oh, in fact, you. he was an ugly troll. And, oh. Uh, and he was scary looking, and no mm. one wanted to see his face, and that's why they carved it, and that scared all the birds. They, whoa, 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 they were carving this into their scarecrows? This dude's face? Yep, that was the, that was the scarecrow. It was just this guy's bust. That poor bastard. Not this bust, but the facial, the actual, you know, like a carved yeah, statue yeah. of his face. Wow. And they would just sit it there at the field. Wow. Like on yeah. the fence pole or And it whatever. must have worked. It, yeah, because otherwise maybe they don't have enough food to feed their armies and we don't hear about them. Could you imagine that being your job? Like you're 12 years old and they're like, all right kiddo we're yep. gonna teach you how to carve this dude's face see this fugly face right here yeah carve that shit into that until you're dead yeah every yeah. single day until you're dead mm-hmm. okay all right uh, thanks that's your job <laughs> i guess that's only 10 years thank you because that's how old they lived yeah, yeah not very yeah. long back then yeah. romans uh they they saw this and they said that's cool uh we're taking it with us along with some of your villagers and whatnot sure and they moved it mm-hmm. all across europe which is how it got to and Germany pizza. and oh, and pizza. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, Japan, they had them there. Same time, they were used to protect rice fields and rice paddies. These were shaped like people, like humans, like mm-hmm. what we would expect them to be—not a frame with a net or a scary troll-looking dude, just a person out there with a big old hat on. You know, the, the, like that big hat right there, like the Farmageddon yeah. guy. Yeah. More of the traditional Asian style mm, brim. Yep. More like a triangle, less yep. flat bill. Yep. I'm a fan of the flat bill. I like the flat bill. This one's a little too flat for for me. I can't pull this off. Mm-hmm. However, um, a lot of uh, girls at the pumpkin patch do pull this hat off quite yeah, frequently. Yeah. Or at least try to. Mm-hmm. I have seen it this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Germany. They were the ones that said, you know what? This These are fun. Uh, it works. Uh, let's scare people more and maybe scare the birds to death. Uh, we'll dress them up like witches and, uh, you know, we'll put them in town too. That's fun. Oh, we'll decorate mm. some places with them. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep them in the fields and see how that goes. Uh, medieval England and Britain and those places, uh, not to be outdone, they just said, we're not carving anything. We'll just use children. And uh, <laughs> they just had kids out in the field and they just ran them around ah. all day. Yep see a bird you're like if you hit a bird with a stone because that's how english people they call it yeah. not a rock but a stone a stone yeah you'll get one half quid shackle shekel sure right. mm. and then yes. they would, you know pay them per per bird attack i'm sure i feel like all the stones being tossed might be more harmful to the field than probably yeah 
Like it wasn't exact science here. Huh? No, I mean, yeah. you're carving shit out of wood to scare birds away. <laughs> Not an exact science. Um, unless the, one of their kids was like Peyton Manning or something. Pretty accurate. <laughs> you know? That forehead was, yeah, that would scare birds yeah. too. Yeah. Um, then they came over to the United States as far as the shape of the scarecrow came with the German folks into the Midwest. And okay. we've had them ever since. However... In the United States, on the East Coast, the Native Americans had something very similar to what, it's kind of like a mixture of, of all the other cultures. They had a hut in the field and somebody would stay in there, like a lighthouse almost. Okay. And then when the birds would come in, they'd run out there and, and scare, scare them, them off. And So an actual person yes. would stay out there. So kind of was a mixture of, of a lot of different things. Now, how that they just came up with that on their own, I'm, I'm guessing. They, sure. they weren't traveling to Japan to see what was up, no. but that's how that went. And then as time went by and fields went from a few acres to hundreds to thousands of acres, scarecrows just, they found themselves out of a job. Mm. Times were tough. Yeah. And they said, you know what? The only thing we can do really is be decorations now. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at. And every basic white girl buys one from Target every single year. Target, right? or uh, if you want to go authentic, you go to the craft fair. Mm, you know, yeah, maybe mm. it's a your local high school, like by yep. my house, the Papillion. Was that the Titans? Who are they? Uh, the, the I'm, you're thinking of the, the Monarchs. Uh, no, it's off of 370. Whatever high school. Yeah, that is. they have a huge craft fair huh. every year. Yeah, I can't remember that. It's the Titans. The yeah, camp. Papillion La Vista. Maybe. Uh, sure. Maybe. But they have one, and it's like wall to wall and you walk in there it's like you're at a football game like oh, you man. can't even look at anything and it's like most oh. of the vendors they used to be cash only now they've all got the square mm. the white square yep and you've got you know grandmas that are crocheting you know mm -hmm. doilies and yeah. tea towels and then you've got mm. some guy making jerky and then there's somebody that's just making scarecrows and snowman mm. yep yep i think we have a couple of those at my house you come to think of it uh sam just put one up by our tv Hmm. I wonder if that's a it's message. Watching you. Or she's trying to scare trying me to away scare from away. the TV. It didn't work. There, there's none in the kitchen by the dishes, oh. so I should probably do those. You yeah. probably should. Hmm. She's scaring you away from the TV to make to you the do dishes. dishes. Yeah, that's hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. real smart. Mm -hmm. I like her. <laughs> a lot. But the dishes are still there. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. Didn't work. Much like uh, maybe these scarecrows didn't work. Yeah. Or, or may have worked. It, you know, it's hard to tell. Moderately effective. <laughs> Like birds aren't telling their tales. We don't no. know. We don't know. When I saw this can art, I thought of a different kind of scarecrow. All right. You know, I I, I thought of the Batman scarecrow. The scarecrow villain in Batman comics. Yeah, as you should, I think. Right? I mean, look at him. He kind of has that same look to him, sort of. So There is something scary about a burlap bag with a couple of... Yeah. Over your head? Haphazard mm -hmm. eye holes come mm -hmm. out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with you. Yeah. So yeah. Let me tell you about the, uh, the villain, the Scarecrow from Batman. Okay. Uh, his name is Dr. Jonathan Crane. Uh, he's a Gotham City supervillain, uh, major enemy of Batman. So I've been around forever. I mean, you can, if you think of Batman villains, it's Joker, Penguin, Scarecrow, Riddler, right? I, 
Is that, do you think that's from comics or is that from, because as a kid, like I never read a comic book. Mm -hmm. So my introduction to Batman was the sixties TV show, Batman. And I don't think there was a scarecrow on there. There was not a scarecrow on there. But he had been created by then. He had 1940, uh, first, first appearance, uh, created by Bob Finger and Bob, Bill Finger and Bob Kane. So the, the creators of Batman. Bill and Bob. Bill and Bob. Uh, 1941, world's finest comics, number three. Uh, his scarecrow costume, lanky appearance, and surname were inspired by Ichabod Crane of The Legends of Sleepy Hollow. Mm. So, yeah, 1941 was when he was introduced. Uh, your mainstream introduction to him was probably the uh, Superpowers cartoon. He was part of the Legion of Supervillains or the, uh, the Legion of Doom. What what time mm. frame are we talking? Uh, that would have been mid-80s. Mid 80s? Okay. Mid-80s, yeah, cartoon for that. So right before the first... Tim Burton Batman. Probably. Right before, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right in there. Uh, so the Scarecrow is an overly obsessed, deranged ex-professor of psychology who uses a variety of drugs and psychological tactics t- to use the fears and phobias to his of his adversaries. He does not commit his crimes for wealth, much like other uh, supervillains. He doesn't want to get rich. He just wants to use his, vill- his, his uh, victims as test subjects. Oh. Mm. Which is even scarier, maybe, right? I mean, yeah. I think it's scarier, and here's why. I, I, my wife, uh, one of her main jobs is a researcher, uh-huh. right? So she's doing all these medical studies. She's got one going on in Africa right now. She's done one in China. She's mm-hmm. always doing research with, you know, whatever. I don't remember uh, the scarecrow walking around with a notebook being like, mm. I scared the shit out of these people today, it's more, and here's how. It's more like haphazard, like, okay, I'm going to create this uh, this gas. Let's see what happens. And then he's like, oh, I forgot my... People go crazy. the results. I'll well, try it worked. again. Yeah, that worked. Mm. No. Oh, it didn't really work as well. I'll have to, we'll have to crank up the craziness and the gas or whatever. Crank I don't know. The for the next time. Juice. Yeah. He only appeared twice in the 1940s and then disappeared from the page until the 1960s. So the 1940s would be the golden age of comics. And so then he was mm-hmm. gone until the Silver Age in the 1960s. Uh, he appeared in multiple comics in the 60s. Uh, in particular, he was a frequent member of the Injustice Gang at the time. So <sighs> gang that's, was... A, that's a loaded word now. Yeah. Much more 60s version of the Injustice League or the Legion of Doom or that type of thing. Two things. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I saw a license plate on a little red sports car that said 49ers gang. <laughs> 49ers gang. And I was like, well, that's, I'm surprised they could put gang on their license plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second thing, do you think that the wars had anything to do with this character? But, but I would think like World Absolutely. War One because of all the you know toxic gases that yep. were being used, right? Absolutely. And then like uh, napalm and stuff in Vietnam mm-hmm. in the 60s. But I don't know why he... Comics. Maybe, maybe he was they, the guys that created him were around in World War One and had come to age. You know what I mean? Like it. I think chemical warfare had always kind of had been around since World War One mm-hmm. and was part of as you know as you went through World War Two and then Korea and then the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. Like it was always a part of that. There was always that. Yeah. You know the specter of of, of chemical warfare. And, and it's. I think that's scary because the effects aren't known no. right away. Like right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like people, you get sick. Years later, thirty years maybe. later, you yep. got something. That yeah, that's that's more sinister. Yeah, that's the long game. Uh, that's what the, I want my Batman villain. Against <laughs> the gratification, the that's game. fine too. Yeah. But I like the long game. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think just evil in the name of research versus evil in the name of wealth is good. It's more evil. It's way mm-hmm. more evil. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. Yeah. 
1986 was uh, there was a comic book series called Crisis on Infinite Earths. So uh, for years and years, comics had kind of gone their gone their own way, and uh, they they needed them to bring them all together. They need, they had storylines that were crossing that shouldn't be crossing, and that type of thing. So. DC brought all of the characters together for a one series called Crisis on Infinite Earths, where the Flash from that time ended up running super fast. He ran so fast that he died, uh, but stopped the Earth's rotation so they could go back in time and fix all of the weird stuff that didn't make mm. sense in comic books. Did he? So Did he they sacrificed a, himself? He sacrificed okay. himself, yes. Didn't they make a, a cartoon of this? They did a cartoon of it. Yeah, uh, it I most recently it. appeared a couple of years ago. The CW crossed over all of their the green the, the green uh, sorry, arrow, the green arrow yeah. and flash and they mm. crossed all those over and they did a, in a, a crisis style mm. story mm. at the same time but that was when we got more they kind of reset some of the characters and jonathan crane was one that they reset uh and we got more kind of information on his background so he was born out of wedlock in the 1940s so born out of wedlock mm-hmm. that's not good uh, suffers, he suffered from terrible abuse from his from his fanatically religious great grandmother. His father takes off before he's even born, and his mother doesn't show any affection or love towards him at all. He develops a taste for fear and an affinity for crows when his grandmother locks him in a dilapidated church full of birds. So she was a peach. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that goes either you know one of two ways. Yeah, you're real scared of him. Yeah, like kind of like batman was mm-hmm. like or, the bats yeah or you you just dig them yeah well, i guess that's how that he went. uh he got used to him so yeah he definitely got Gross. used to him uh so because of this he murdered his grandma yep probably i mean saw that coming yeah, exactly <laughs> uh then he also learned that his mother gave birth to a baby girl causing him to feel feel great jealousy and grief and that's the reason why he kind of is the way he is mm. so does I don't, he go after her? I don't believe I ever read anything about. I know he found out about her, but who she is, what she did, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure somewhere in comic lore she shows up again, but huh. I don't. I don't hmm. know. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite stories they ever did uh, was. Are you familiar with Green Lantern? So with the green, yeah. with the green ring, the yeah. yellow ring. Green is good. Yellow is bad. Uh, the the green ring. If the green ring possesses you, you 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 do good. You're the you're the protector of that sector. Okay. If the yellow ring possesses you, then you are you are inherently a bad person anyway. The ring would seek you out, mm. and uh, if if the yellow ring sought you out, then uh, you were you were going to do bad things, and that you were just that was your life of doing bad things. Got it. So, Green Lantern Volume Three, Number Twenty Seven, uh, Yellow Lantern Amon Sur is murdered, and the Power Ring sought out Jonathan Crane for the first time. And I thought, okay, this is, as I'm reading this, I'm like, this makes a ton of sense. Like, it is, he could really explore his fear and the fears of others if he had the yellow ring. Like, the yellow ring would give him that, that power. He could conjure anything, pretty much. Absolutely. Just... Unfortunately. How does the ring find you? Uh, like you? Does it, like, calling to you and you go find it and it's, like, in a box or something? Or does it, like, just float to you? It comes to you. It seeks, it seeks you out. Mm, okay. Yeah, mm. it seeks you out. Unfortunately, Batman stopped that from happening. And uh, so that, it didn't happen at that time. However, they revisited that in the Blackest Night series. So there were a number of rings uh, created by Ganthet that, Ganthet is from the, from uh, Oa, the planet of the Green Lanterns. Like, that's where they okay. originated from. Uh, he had he created duplicates of the seven different rings, 
and each ring had different powers to them. Like orange was greed and red was rage. Mm-hmm. And so the yellow ring sought out Scarecrow, sought, sought out Jonathan Crane, and he actually became the Yellow Lantern of Sector 2184 for a while. And Sector 2184. 2184. That's, uh, yeah. So he actually became the, the Yellow Lantern. So what did he do? Oh, he was just bad. I mean, oh, it was it was real. So it was, was fun to read, probably. It was hmm. it was awesome to read. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, the yellow ring was stolen from him by Lex Luthor, who had the orange ring for greed, obviously, and oh, so he like, wanted hmm, power. Like all these, yeah. So thank Lex, he stole the ring and uh, and never got it back. So I, I thought, man, that's if if you're gonna, that's a match made in heaven for a supervillain. Right there. So if the yellow, you have to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on sure. this train now. If the yellow ring wants to be with Crane mm-hmm. and Lex takes it, takes why it. doesn't it just try to get back to Crane? Well, that's a, they probably tried to get back okay. to him. Yeah. All but right. I mean, the, the orange ring, the greed ring that, that Lex had yeah. gave him the power to take that. I mean, that was all, it was just rooted in greed. Okay. And so, that's, so whoever possesses the orange ring, in theory, should possess all the rings. Should he tried to get all the rings? Yeah, mm, one to power them all or something like that. The red, Rule the rage all. ring, the the red ring was yeah. probably one of my favorites. That was one of the more violent uh, Green Lantern wow. series that I ever read. Who had that one? There was there was a number of uh, that, side villains red that had lanterns. the red. Yeah, I mm. feel like I had it this morning in the car on the way here. <laughs> On the interstate, I don't, I don't drive very much anymore, so I felt it. So that's my uh, that's my tangent on the Scarecrow from from Batman. Mm. That sounds pretty good. Here's my Batman Scarecrow. Uh, my kid has a toddler book mm-hmm. of Batman, and Scarecrow shows up to their Halloween party, and he's got a pumpkin bomb. And in this pumpkin bomb, he's oh. got his, his most recent concoction, yeah. and it makes the people um, think they are what they are dressed up as. Oh. And so there's a people like, you know, a witch and a Frankenstein and a mummy, <laughs> and they're all after the, the super friends are there. Sure, yeah. It's a party for them. So they all have to, you know, fight off the citizens that are dressed up in costumes, and they're like, we can't hurt these people. They don't, yeah. don't want to do this. Yeah. And uh, the way they get rid of him is uh, Batman says, aha, I know what... Uh, will scare the scarecrow let's dump some popcorn on him and these two guys that are dressed up like crows will come mm. and chase after him and try to eat the popcorn and uh, scarecrow runs off and <laughs> saves the day so uh, that's the version of scarecrow that is such a i know oh my gosh that's amazing how yeah. simplistic and fun though I yeah mean, it's that's, pretty good yeah. so as soon as he runs away then the spell is well, broken it takes a while and, it takes like another hour but then they have a party the gas wears off and yeah and then they have a Halloween party and they're bobbing for apples. Yeah. We see Batman was just, he was just a detective. He has mm. no, he has no superpowers. Mm. He's just rich and smart. Yeah. Well, it's weird that you bring up the pumpkin bomb because the scarecrow on the can of this beer is holding a pumpkin yeah. bomb. And it's lit. Yeah. There's a spark mm. on there. Yeah. Mm. I didn't even mm. notice that before, but yeah, yep. you're right. TripAdvisor, uh, 4.5 out of 5 on 217 reviews. It is the number one thing to do. The pizza and beer place in Kearney. Number mm. one thing to do in Kearney. Uh, excellent and very good dominate the reviews. There are only three terribles. Okay. And you know I love the terribles. Yes. Yep. All right, so Kyle614 only has one review. 
on TripAdvisor. This one right here. Was it on 614 that he went? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they just assigned him that number Could and be. he just decided <laughs> not to change it. Uh, and is it goes back to the pizza. Okay. Right? The pizza that everybody loves. Yeah. Excellent good. and good reviews, right? He says it's boring limp crust pizza. <laughs> limp crust pizza. Limp. That's crust. about the most outrageous <sighs> insult you can give a pizza. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I cannot believe the number of reviews on this site that are all saying this pizza is good, three exclamation points. My wife and I were on our way back from Colorado and staying at a hotel in town. <laughs> After reading all the great reviews online about pizza, we were excited to try it out. We ordered a large Supreme to go. It was a 12-inch pizza for $26. That's right, $26. <laughs> well, okay. I artisan pizza right 12 bucks uh, it's, you know, 12 it's like it's yeah it's scratch pizza like yeah. they probably do everything in-house crust yeah. everything like it's, oh yeah it's a specialized pizza they probably mm. make the crust with their beer maybe i don't probably know. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think they do right yeah. the crust was very thin and floppy and almost doughy uncooked like in texture the toppings were run-of-the-mill canned ingredients very plain and boring we were upset that we had to eat this crap <laughs> <laughs> But after paying $26, we choked a couple of pieces down and threw the rest away. We know good pizza, and this is not even close. I would actually recommend any crappy pizza chain over this, which is pretty sad. Pizza Hut, Domino's, Godfather's, Casey's, Papa John's are all a step above this, and I consider all those places crap, too. Mm. This guy sounds awesome. I'd love to hang out with him. This at a guy party. just hates pizza. He does. How many places did he just name in one sentence and said, yeah. all of it's crap? These are all crap. Yeah. yeah, he should stop eating pizza. Yeah, I think so. dude, you should just. But he knows good pizza. Pizza is he not. He didn't list that. He no. didn't list. He didn't list any good pizza. No, because he doesn't know what good pizza is. No. Clearly. What's the worst pizza you've had? There is no worst pizza. Okay, uh, well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's one pizza you wouldn't eat again? Um, oh, <sighs> I had a Southside pizza one time in Chicago that just wasn't desirable. It just it was it was supposed to be like crack crust kind of mm-hmm. flatbread mm-hmm. pizza like that. Just wasn't it wasn't that great. I, I don't know if I've ever had anything that I went like oh I'm never eating this again. Uh, even like the pizza and the rectangles that you got at school lunch like was yeah. good. You know. Yeah. So I don't. know. Have you had bad pizza? Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. Do you see they, like, they sell that frozen now, by the way? Chuck E. Cheese yeah. pizza? Yeah, you can get it frozen wow. in the store. I haven't seen it locally, but I've seen TikToks on it, I though. Mean, I would, Dude, even Totino's. It's like it's made on a like, paper towel. Yeah. When you, I mean, you want to talk about limp crust. Mm, yeah. It's like you hold the crust with your finger, and the rest of the it pizza just, touches the bottom of yeah, your hand. Yeah. <laughs> but then you can fold it up and smash it in your mouth. I don't know, but... That's not one I'm looking for. Look, yeah. pizza made by a dirty rat, I guess. Is, okay. Yeah. But I'd still eat it. Yeah. yeah. It's pizza. Going back to that review, though, he goes, I can't believe there's this many good reviews about it. Right. I know good pizza. I'm like, yeah. mm, Do if ya. there's that Do many ya? good reviews, then you don't know good pizza. No. Obviously. No. And you said he had one review. One. This is so it. So he's not reviewing good so pizza. So he made it. No. no. <laughs> he's... Yeah, I don't. Again. I don't like this. He went through the hassle to make an account to. Sorry, Kyle. Six one four. Yeah. Mm. Didn't say where he's from, but he was coming back from Colorado. So I'm gonna guess he lives in Missouri. I don't know. He knew. He knew some <laughs> of the. He knew Godfathers. Ah, uh, yeah. And Casey's. He probably is from Iowa. Mm. Yeah, he's probably from Iowa. That's true. Probably. Untapped. Uh, seven hundred and seventy-three check-ins on this one. That's it. A small number. But it is. I guess here's the thing. You don't just fall ass backwards into a pumpkin bear. You 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 are deliberate. You seek it out. Well, we we s- sought this one out. I Absolutely. guess is yeah. the way I would put yeah, that. We did. So yep. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. And uh, my friend Daryl down in Lincoln, I sent him a picture of this the other day. We were doing these episodes, and mm-hmm. he was like, ah, oh, they haven't had it in Lincoln. Can really? you get me some? Oh. And I said, sure. I believe yeah. I can. Yeah. So, so well, people are looking for it. As we said in the beginning, we did record this episode already. Mm, yeah. The SD card kind of ate it. Mm-hmm. D- didn't exist. So we're re-recording this. Yeah. So we all kind of have an idea of what the we do. untapped yeah. rating is. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say what I rated it Go the for first it. time we recorded yeah, do this. That. Right? Yep. I said 362. Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. You remember? Dolan's no. pretty darn close. 364. It's oh, yeah. right on. 364. Yeah. That's pretty good. I, this is yeah. one of the better pumpkin beers that I've had. Of, of the beers that we've done, though, this, I think, is the it's the nicest one out of all of them. It's just, it's. It, I, I use this term very loosely. Uh, sometimes pumpkin beers can be offensive. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, they can just punch you in the mouth. Like with, I said, it could be more pumpkin pie, like artificial, right. than actual. Now, here's the thing. If you call your beer pumpkin pie, that's oh, fine. perfect. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, this is not offensive at all. This thing is this thing is fantastic. I'd like to have this on tap, quite honestly, and mm-hmm. see how it is. Yeah. So. Big old picture of it. A pumpkin pie stout now. Mm-hmm. I want one. Yeah. Well... See, speaking of stouts, oh, uh, we've got getting we, into stout season. We man. are. Uh, we we have, ironically, we've never. This is one of this is one of the top breweries in the world. That's not too far from us, like six hours away from us, right? I mean, yeah, uh, we're gonna kind of in the middle of nowhere. It definitely you in the have to of go nowhere. there on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to do one of their stouts here coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks. We have our crossover with uh, Healthcare Horrors, yep. our other uh, podcast. Oh, spooky season. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be yeah. awesome. I believe we have a pumpkin beer for that, too. We do. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, it'll be our third and final pumpkin beer episode. There we go. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then we have one last lager, and then we're going to do more stouts here going up until Christmas. Oh, do we have? Yes, we have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of have Good. to. Good. Yeah. So until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.